0: Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. This year, we are reading Knowing God Through the Year by J.I. Packer. We hope that you'll be filled with fresh insight and joy as you spend time discovering more about our thrilling God. Before we begin, I just want to give a shout out to all the dads out there. Happy Father's Day. Hope you have a very restful, relaxing weekend. My name is Linda Vino, and I will be your host for today. Our devotion today, Fear God, takes us through the scripture found in Proverbs 9, verse 10. During the last week, we have learned that some of God's traits are non-communicable and only belong to God. Some of these include God's omnipresence, his omnipotence, and his sovereignty. Then there are God's traits that are communicable and revolve around the fruit of his spirit, love, joy, peace. Patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Now, through God's spirit working in us, our broken image is being transformed into God's image. Together with those communicable traits that form our character is the ability to gain God's wisdom. The Bible says, if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God and it will be given to him. Now, a question someone may ask is, how do I get God's wisdom? Well, today's scripture from Proverbs answers that question. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. J.I. Packer defines the word fear in this verse as reverential. That is a feeling of deep respect or an attitude that's tinged with awe. This is a different concept than what we normally think of when we heard the word fear. Now, usually we immediately think of terror like horror movies or bats flying in your hair and getting all tangled up, things that go bump in the night. Our fear might stem from not knowing the result of a medical test or of being embarrassed when trying something for the first time. All of these encompass negative feelings. Let's say that you're walking in a forest and you encounter a bear. Immediately, fear grips your heart and you think that you're going to die. You see that the bear is bigger than you are. He has long, vicious claws, and his teeth could easily rip you apart. Basically, you know that you're no match for the bear, so you relinquish any thought to confront the bear, and you leave it alone, or play dead, which I heard is a tactic you can use to fend off a bear, though I've never tried it. Now, these are wise decisions that any human is capable of making. But reverential fear of God is not like that. The Apostle James tells us that the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy, and good fruits, impartial and sincere. It's good for us to realize this truth because there are areas in our lives when we have to make decisions that are beyond our ability to figure out what is the best choice. These could include what university to attend, what career path should be explored, who to marry, or what house to buy, and in what neighborhood. These decisions that will have a tremendous impact on our lives can often weigh heavily on our minds. I would hazard a guess that most of us would approach these decisions by asking advice from other people, or we might do some research on what we are deciding in order to arrive at a good decision. If a job or school is our focus, then we might visit the school or place of employment in order to get a feel for the place. We might even talk to employees or visit a website to see what the reviews are on the particular company or the school. But even though these avenues of research are important, they leave out the most important help in making decisions, God through his Holy Spirit. Why? Perhaps we have confidence in our decision making and we don't want God to usurp our wills in the matter. Or we may have lost our reverence or trust or even our sense of God's faithfulness to us. J.I. Packer says that not till we have become humble and teachable, standing in awe of God's holiness and sovereignty, can the divine wisdom become ours. When I come home from the grocery store, I pick up as many bags as I can possibly carry because I don't want to make multiple trips to the car in the kitchen. Then I come to the door, standing there loaded down with the grocery bags, unable to open the door, and I have to put down the bags in one hand so that I can grip the doorknob and open the door. You see, we have to let go of something in order to grasp something else. Packer points out that many Christians spent all their lives too unhumbled and in conceited frame of mind ever to gain wisdom from God. It's ironic that as human and finite— We are unwilling to acknowledge our own littleness or distrust our own thoughts, unwilling to have our minds turned upside down. We think that we know better than a sovereign God who knows the beginning from the end, a God who sees in total and who wants the very best for us. Now, the smart thing to do when facing decisions is to seek God's wisdom through prayer and through reading his word. The writer of Proverbs tells us that, The Lord gives wisdom from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. There's a story in the Gospels where Jesus has missed getting on the boat with his disciples. I wonder if that term, ah, he missed the boat, comes from that story. I don't know. Just asking. Well, it was a dark and stormy night, really dark and stormy. And Jesus came to the disciples while they were in the boat, walking on the water. And as Jesus approached the boat, Peter saw Jesus and asked if he could come to him and walk on the water. Now, why in the world would Peter ask that? Remember, it was a dark and stormy night. Jesus said, come. So Peter got out of the boat and came to Jesus walking on the water. Maybe he asked because he was in awe of Jesus and knew of his mighty power to do the impossible. Also, since Jesus said, come, it was his will for Peter to experience walking on water. So Peter did, and he didn't hesitate. Some of the decisions we face can seem like a dark and stormy sea. But as long as we keep our focus on God and seek his wisdom, we will experience peace as we see the dark clouds spread apart and the light of God's wisdom shine through. However, our part is to let go of our will in order to grip God's will in every decision that we make, whether big or small. After all, he is God, infinite, supreme, full of knowledge and grace, And he loves us ferociously. So let's get out of the boat and see what God can do when our will becomes his. Let's pray. Oh, God, you are almighty. You are sovereign. You are good. You are a God of miracles. Would you help us to surrender our will to yours, knowing that you know so much more than we do? You know the end from the beginning. You created the heavens and the earth with your strong hand and outstretched arm. Nothing is too difficult for you. We thank you and we praise your name. And it is in your name that we pray. Amen. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate and review the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.